It has not even been one month since the transfer portal opened, and there are already thousands of players with several years of eligibility and varying levels of talent and skill in the portal looking for a new home. Unfortunately, many studies have shown that only half of them will probably find a new home or at least find a new home on scholarship. Today I'm just going to be talking about the Big Ten and what Big Ten teams have been active in the transfer portal, and what that means specifically is what teams are taking in players and aren't just having players leave them via the portal. Of course, since the portal's been only open for a month, it's not even into the spring or summer yet, this list is subject to change, and by the end of the 2023 transfer portal, Um, cycle, I expect nearly every, if not every, Big Ten team to have some incoming transfers. But these schools right now who are in the portal have taken the initiative, and we're going to be talking about these three teams today, two of whom are very unfamiliar names with the portal, and yet they have had some tremendous early success, those being the University of Michigan and the University of Iowa. A familiar face in Nebraska, who had a top 10 transfer portal class last season, had over 15 signees to that transfer portal class. They also have some commits. So Matt Rule and his staff, Kirk Ferentz and his staff, and Jim Harbaugh and his staff have been active in the portal. And all of these schools, something that ties all of them together, is they have been recruiting below their typical recruiting class average from recruiting high school players. For Michigan, that's been primarily due to NIL. For Iowa and Nebraska, I would more so attribute that to their scheme, coaching, and their recent success or lack thereof in Nebraska's case in wins and losses, in Iowa's case in offensive play and flashy style of football. But Michigan President Santa Ono, he has been working on NIL, and he is also trying to make it an easier process for transfers to come to Michigan, as he's a big fan of big fan of athletics. I'm not as in tune with the other doings of you know Nebraska or Iowa's university presidents and how they're handling the transfer portal in the era of NIL. But it sounds like Nebraska, as I've said before, has a very good NIL program going on, lots of donors, their niche in their state, because they're really the only major sports team in Nebraska. For Iowa, it's a pretty similar story as well. And without further ado, I do want to get into it and talk about each of these three teams and what they are doing in the portal. So let's get right into it and first and foremost talk about Michigan. We're going to go from first to last here in transfer portal class rankings, and we'll start with Michigan. Michigan is the number one transfer portal class according to 24-7 Sports, and they're first in the Big Ten. They're number one by a mile. They have five commits. The average ranking per commit is a 91.8, which means on average they're recruiting a, a medium level four-star, which is a very, it's very impressive. 
not just from a transfer portal standpoint, but also from the fact that most colleges don't even recruit high school classes with that average recruit ranking. Michigan has five commits. Four of them are four stars. One of them is a three star. They have two commits from Stanford, one from Nebraska, one from Coastal Carolina, and one from Arizona State. They have three offensive linemen, a linebacker, and an edge player. Linebacker Ernst Ernest Hausman is the top signee of the class. He is from Nebraska, born in Columbus, Nebraska, and he played for the Huskers for one year. As a freshman, 6'2", 220 pounds, he has a smile on his face in his ESPN profile, 54 total tackles, 36 of them solo, 18 assists, and he had one sack. Pretty impressive stats for a true freshman linebacker who played on a team that was atrocious at the linebacker position and on defense, period. Amen. He's coming to Michigan where Nakai Hill Green and Junior Colson will return next year, but there's a very good chance that he can not only start in that lineup, but if he doesn't start, he'll certainly get in the rotation, make impact plays, and play well for the Michigan Wolverines next season. Other names include Miles Hinton, Josiah Stewart. You also, for Michigan, have Ladarius Henderson and Drake Nugent. Ladarius Henderson and Drake Nugent both being interior offensive linemen. Henderson is from Arizona State, and he's ranked as a 93, according to 24-7 Sports. Nugent is an 89, and he's also an interior offensive lineman from Stanford. So Michigan is starting off very strong. They have five incoming. Five incoming transfers. So far, they only have four outgoing transfers. It's rumored that Alan Bowman would be the second quarterback to leave Michigan, but he wants to ride out the rest of the season, attend the playoff game, potentially the national title game if Michigan beats TCU, and then depart the program. So Michigan being... They're making up for last year, in my opinion, where they weren't very active in the portal at all. Part of that's to compensate for their poor high school recruiting, which hopefully, as I'm a Michigan fan, will turn around on early signing day, national signing day, and also in the 2024 recruiting class. Iowa is another team that when you think of the transfer portal, when you think of you know adapting to the times and modernizing, you don't think of Iowa. You think of Iowa as obsolete, as dusty, musty. You, I think of a nursing home when I think of Iowa and their style of football. I mean, their offense was one of the worst in the country, one of the least efficient in the country. Their special teams in defense, however, top-notch elite. Iowa has only two commits in the portal. Both are offensive, and both are from Michigan. And their names are Eric All and Cade McNamara. Eric All's ranked as a four-star tight end from Michigan. Cade McNamara's ranked as a three-star QB from Michigan. Iowa has the number five transfer portal class, and they are second in the Big Ten. The Hawkeyes have two portal commits, Eric All being the four-star, Cade McNamara being the three-star. Iowa has Alex Padilla, Arlen Bruce the fourth, who's ranked as a four-star wide receiver, Keegan Johnson, Josh Volk, Reggie Bracey, 
Gavin Williams, Terry Roberts, Justin Jacobs, Elijah Yelverton, and Dallas Kredith leaving the program. They have a lot of guys leaving the program. Looks like backup defenders and a lot of starting or depth receivers and skill position players who are probably frustrated with the lack of production that they are getting. For Eric All and Cade McNamara to go to Iowa, it makes sense. They are going to step in and immediately be the best offensive players on on the field, if we're being honest when it comes to, to Iowa. Iowa has not been impressive whatsoever. They just haven't on offense. In fact, I think one of their better players this season was Caleb Johnson, the running back. Caleb Johnson, Eric All, and Kate McNamara, and Luke Lachey will probably be the best players on Iowa's offense next season. The offensive line, which has been pretty mediocre to bad by Iowa standards over the past two seasons, I think they're returning quite a lot of production, but they're kind of a mystery area there. But to get back to it, Eric All only had 36 receiving yards on three receptions in 2022, but he was injured. He had a breakout year in 2021 where he had 38 receptions for 437 yards, an average of 11.5 yards per reception, and two receiving touchdowns. I thought he was going to have a really good year this year. Unfortunately, he got injured. It sounds like Michigan didn't medically clear him to play, which of course is going to be frustrating, and that's why he transferred out with former fellow Michigan captain and roommate Cade McNamara to Iowa. Cade, of course, also had his best season in 2021, where he led Michigan to a 12-2 record, a Big Ten title, with only two losses to top 10 Michigan State and number one national champion Georgia. I anticipate that Iowa will probably not add too many more names to their transfer portal class, but they will add some. I don't know if they'll be defensive offensive. If you're an Iowa fan, you better hope it's offensive. Iowa's proven at developing defensive and special teams players, but we'll see with the Iowa Hawkeyes. Now to finally get to the familiar face in all of this, and currently the lowest ranked Big Ten transfer portal class out of Big Ten schools that have incoming transfers, we have the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Nebraska has the number 16 transfer portal class. It's tied with several other schools in that ranking, and they are third in the Big Ten. The Huskers have three portal commits. Two of them are four-star caliber. One is unranked. One of those four stars, their ranking hasn't been readjusted from when they were in high school. That's Corey Collier, but he was a 95 star. He was a 95 ranking in high school. He's only been at Florida for, I think, what, like two years? He's a part, yeah, of their 2021 class. And he is coming along with teammate and long snapper Marco Ortiz, who is currently unranked in the transfer portal rankings. Of course, though, the top incoming transfer commit for the Nebraska Cornhuskers is quarterback Jeff Sims. Huskers total have three portal commits. Again, two of them four-star. One is unranked. Matt Rule, Tony White, Marcus Satterfield, and that whole staff, they've just been assembled just maybe a week or two before the transfer portal was open. And here they are. They already have three portal commits. I guarantee you 
Nebraska is going to get more incoming portal commits. They've also got some crystal balls for some, I think, a four-star, some three-stars. They're still fighting for top in-state you know, high school prospect Malachi Coleman, who Colorado and Michigan are also heavily involved with. But Matt Rule is a guy who's building up a program here. And even though Casey Thompson is returning, why not bring in Jeff Sims, who has been viewed as a very high-ceiling quarterback? Jeff Sims this year only had 1,115 passing yards, five passing touchdowns, and three picks, and at a 43.3 QBR, which was 102nd in the country. He also had a 113.9 passer rating. But in 2021 is when Jeff Sims had a much better year. He had the same amount of passing attempts at 118. He completed 60% of his passes, passed for 1,468 yards, averaged 7.8 yards per pass. He had 12 passing touchdowns, 7 interceptions, was only sacked 11 times, and he had a 139.3 passer rating. He also had 372 rushing yards and 70 attempts for 5.3 yards per carry, and he had four rushing touchdowns with a long of 50. Bringing him in with Chubba Purdy, with Logan Smothers, with Casey Thompson, that's a QB room that does have a lot of potential to it. Now, I don't know who all in that QB room is going to transfer, if all of them are going to stay, but having Jeff Sims come in and maybe he can be developed, he can just be developed in a better way than he was at Georgia Tech, where Jeff Collins ran a dumpster fire of a program, as shown by the fact that his assistant, Brent Key, who's now been promoted to that full-time head coach role at Georgia Tech, he took over and the Yellow Jackets immediately had better success. Jeff Sims coming in is huge. Corey Collier should add depth in the secondary. Marco Ortiz should add to a special teams unit that has had its struggles, but improved in 2022 compared to 2021. So Michigan, Nebraska, Iowa, all getting their hands in, getting down and dirty early in the portal, which is very admirable. And those programs will be rewarded they will be rewarded for their labor in the portal because if you want to have success, if you want to rebuild, if you want to replace the outgoing transfers, you got to dip your hands in the portal just a little bit to whether it's to add depth, add a talented starter, maybe take a risk and go for a high ceiling, low floor kind of guy, whatever it is. And that's all I'm going to say for this video. If you liked it, please hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, click the notification bell, and comment your thoughts on this video down below. Thank you guys for watching, and I'll see you around. Bye-bye.